Hey folks, it's your handler Chris here. I mentioned uh, two episodes ago, I believe, that we were going to be doing a giveaway, and I'm here to give you those juicy, juicy details of said giveaway. So, what the grand prize is going to be is a $50 gift card to Arc Dream's website. You can spend it on lapel pins, bomber jackets, handler guides, player handbook, whatever you want to do. It's your money. Do it how you want. No, we are not. This is not affiliated with Arc Dream. This is just us doing it. I want to get that out of the way to be safe. So you're probably thinking to yourself, how do I enter this, Chris? Well, I'm going to tell you. Hold on. Let me get to that. Like That's the next part I got to read. So chill. You get one entry for following us on Instagram. What's our Instagram? It is Chaos Engine Pod. Pretty simple. Head on over there. Give us a follow. Uh, we post stuff sporadically, but we are there. And hey, check it out. If you're already following us, congratulations. You're already entered to win. The other way is to leave us a five-star review. I guess just a review in general on whatever you're listening to us on. That's going to get you two entries into win. So you can get a total grand total of three entries into this uh, raffle, this prize. So the only stipulation with the reviews is if you are doing it on Spotify, you need to send us a you know you uh, the kind of um, end screen that shows you thank you for submitting with the five stars or whatever you give us because we cannot tell who submits those. We don't have usernames tied to them. And so I don't want to leave out those who have done that. So just snap a, a shot, send it to us on Instagram or email us or whatever, if you're interested in getting that way and we'll go from there. So that's the only way I can think of right now, unless somebody has a better way then let us know. And we can adapt that as we go forward. Um, all this will be in the show notes as well. So feel free to check those out and you can see all the details and whatnot. So you won't have to feel like you're missing anything, but we are super excited for this and uh, good luck. The contest is going to run to the end of this season. I guess mission would be the way to go. So I will give you guys a heads up starting with like three episodes left of, hey, you have two more weeks. Hey, you have a week. Hey, this is the final week. And then at the end of the probably the recap episode we do for the mission, we will announce the winner on that episode. So I'm not going to tell you how many more are left. Keep you in suspense. But know that uh, we got a decent amount to go. So, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I hope you enjoy this next episode. I'd like to tell you all a story. Story of a man. A man who was lost, trying to find his way in whatever world we have here. A man torn between what he saw behind the scenes and what others set. Now, this man walked a path path that not many people chose to walk but he knew it was the righteous way and he knew it was the proper way and so that man walked it and he was mocked and he was ridiculed and he was taunted for his choice but he never gave up he never stopped he continued on that path and eventually it led him to others others who believed just like him. Others who saw the world the way it needed to be seen. Now, I, <clears throat> I have a confession to make. This is a rather personal story. Because I am that man. And you 
are those people. I travel this world in search of knowledge. I travel this world in search of things to make sure that what I knew was right and what I saw as right was right. If that makes any sense. It's a lot of rights there, I know. I studied in Europe. I traveled to Africa to be enlightened. I traveled to China to understand the mysticism that they hold in some of the rural areas. And that all pointed me towards one thing. And that one thing, that one thing is him. You see, in everything that we do, in every choice that we make, we don't know the outcome of what it's going to be. There is a certain level of chaos that exists in this world. And I'd much rather be on the side of the one controlling the chaos than not if you get my drift. (laughs) And as I read more about him and I understood more of what he did, I began to appreciate what it was he was accomplishing. And when I decided the time was right and I felt confident enough, I settled down here to spread his word and to hope to find others who can cut through the negative connotation that others are going to assign to this, to cut through, but frankly, the bullshit that others are going to ascribe to what we believe. They're going to call us crazy. They're going to call us misguided. But I'm going to call us right. I'm going to call us the ones who are set to take over when the dawn comes. So I was late to this train because I was apprehensive to play this game because I'm not a huge fan of 5th edition, but... Baldur's Gate! I've started playing Baldur's Gate 3. Yes! And it's very well done. It's such a good game. I should have faith in Lorien to do it good, and they did. They knocked it out the park. Um, But I almost quit the other day. I almost quit. (laughs) Is this... I was uh, really, really torn... Because I hit a point with the game where you, to get to the next section, you have to go like two routes. And one of them, I had to fight like 50 bajillion guys. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. And so I tried to go the other route and I, it was like a too high a level. So I felt I had a really good strategy and I fucked it. Like I went back and did my strategy and it worked perfectly and it was amazing. So it like got me reinvested in the game. Uh, and then I got to the next part and. I hit my other wall that I almost quit at. And that's when you get to the Underdark and there's a fucking Minotaur. Yeah. And I hate Minotaurs. Uh, <laughs> what? Why? So He just hates them. Let me... Let, I, I have a... Here's my reason behind my, my Minotaur hate. Is He doesn't want everybody to know how much of a furry he really is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Every time he sees a Minotaur, he gets a half chub. So. Uh, no, it, it's a full chub. Let's be real. <laughs> 
I got chips for you. Anybody I, chips for you? I really want to try Root, but I it's uh I don't know if I can find enough people that would want to play I, as the like board game. No, the RPG based oh. off the board game. I really want to play the board game. I have, yeah. It. And I just but the the RPG is like Powered by the Apocalypse, but it's the same thing. Like you play as woodland characters fighting wars. That sounds dope. But mm-hmm. I know everyone wants to play as like a badger or a squirrel or shit. So sounds like the uh, like a slot machine. Okay. You know when you go to slot machines and it's just like Temple of the Dragon. It's like a monkey yeah. person. Yeah, it's very much that. Oh, yeah. um, so back when I started running Fourth Edition, the very first time running Four E, um, I started playing in college. I left college. I came over here. I got a group together to do it. I created this whole campaign based around uh, the Book of Orcus. And, like, the cult was after trying to find these missing pieces of the book so that they could get the book back together to summon Orcus into our world. I created all of these, like, bad guys that were based off the Black Hand from um, Black Lantern, where they basically, like, would, like, rise people from the dead. And they had, like, the symbol of Orcus on their hand. It was dope. Like, I put all this goddamn effort in, and I was fucking stoked. And so I get my my group together, and we start talking about what we're going to do character-wise. There's five players. Two of them are like, oh, I'm going to be a barbarian, um, a minotaur. <laughs> One's like, I want to be a minotaur barbarian because like, it does the most damage. I was like, uh, maybe, sure. I guess we have one minotaur. And then I was like, I want to be a minotaur too, but I want to be a rune priest. It's like, I, I can't do what? And Why his can't whole, you let two minotaurs in the group? Because they're like a like ultra rare race. Like You're telling me there's oh. like two minotaurs just rolling around? Anyways. Why would they go solo? Uh, well, because I know they were trying Cows to min- they were, animals. They it were, is a mythical race. They were trying to like min max. That's what it was. Ah. They were trying to min max shit. And so my buddy Minotaur Max. That's oh. true. <laughs> we can stop this episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're not so, going to get any better than what my, my buddy who made he wanted to do the Rune Priest. He's like, okay, here's my character idea. I'm like, okay. He's like, imagine Assassin's Creed, but as a Minotaur. I'm like, what? He's like, my guy is sent back in time from Minotaur Present Society Dude, to inhabit what? the body back then, and like he knows all this stuff and is trying to like help prevent something from the Minotaur future. The image of <laughs> a Minotaur laying on a hospital bed mm-hmm. and like two like Doctor Minotaurs like <laughs> studiously like taking notes over this like okay. He's engaged. We yeah. can send it back. I completely yeah. understand I your hatred now. And so yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have now. Chris, now Chris, now would be like, yeah, man, fuck it. Let's do it. Like that sounds fine. <laughs> sure. But Chris back there was like, no, like, no, like that doesn't fit into what I have deemed as the thing to do with my story. Um, but ever since then, I just, I, every time someone brings up, I, I associate playing a Minotaur with like min maxing, like <laughs> you're trying, you're building this grace who has like, because back then, like the they had like a, a pretty big bonus to strength and all this stuff, and they had like a gore attack that did like a d12 damage on top of it. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. So like, it's one of those things. Like I I know why you're doing this because it's the most amount of damage. So I always right. associate minotaurs with that. So as soon as that fucking <laughs> minotaur popped on the screen, I was like, "You motherfucker! No, <laughs> no, I'm not doing this shit." <laughs> then you got to fight two more. Yeah. At some yeah, point? Yeah, I did that. And you know it's gonna hit you once for like. Four yeah. fifths so of the, your the, the the two that you fight. Um, I thought I had like I I saw them moving and I was like, okay, I can go fight these guys. Got my guys into like a good position and then had one go forward enough to like trigger the fight. Yeah, thinking I've got plenty of range. I can I can hit them before they hit me. Turns out those minotaurs can jump like a hundred fucking feet. Uh huh. Jump right in the middle of your shit 
and then charge you and knock your guys off the edge. <laughs> That's yeah. what happened oh to me. And I was gosh. like, okay, we're resetting that. We're safe yeah. scumming that fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Then you understand. Yeah. I, I was, I was really into the game. I was making my character. I was like, yes, this is so fun. I'm so fucking excited for this. I'm, yes, this is going to be so tight. And then a little option popped up on that on my screen that said select your genitals. <laughs> and you were way more excited. And there's about six different yeah. dick and balls slash I wanted more vagina options. options. I wanted and more. I was like, maybe I should get a refund. <laughs> maybe I should get a refund on this game. Not enough dick why, and ball why? options. Why? Because they, they didn't offer for like you to have like two only dicks. Six. Yeah, you only you wanted six. two dicks. No. Well, let me tell you about the modding community. The, the, yeah, that's you can the get thing. a Thomas to take dick, probably. The fact that 5e is so fucking like like watered down and limited <laughs> in the gameplay, and you're gonna give me three different dick and ball options. You're gonna give me the same amount of options. As subclass options <laughs> right. for a lot of these classes, right. get the fuck out of here. I was mad about that. Hey, uh, what is genitalia but a human subclass? <laughs> Dude, you are on a roll today. Oh my god. Yeah, that's two for two. But I feel like can, we can just end the episode there too. <laughs> you can make a fully nude character and it's like, okay guys, we get it. We yeah. get it. We understand. Like, cyberpunk, I got to pick how big my dong is. Like, cool. I fucking True. get it. Like, I don't need it if you make if you put that what amount of money did you spend on dick and balls and vagina options for this game that you didn't put into another thing i could have i, I want to see the credits where it's just like a team like genital team yes. like mark ruffio <laughs> tom blah 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 it's like, some mark poor Ruff intern who's like god damn i'm tired I of getting paid with experience yeah. oh, i don't know man yeah. i think that's a like they probably they I have vision boards for that oh, shit. They, do, yeah. they definitely go through like images on yeah. their yeah. web browser of just that's a good dick. We should copy that one. Dicks. Yeah. He's like, that's the one. That's yeah. number two. Then the concept yeah. artist has to sketch it out, and then it has to go to the art director, and yeah. they have to okay it, and then someone has then to they model gotta build, it. They got to build. They got a three D model. It like, yeah. all right, let's see what erect now. Yeah, mm. and that's when I was not like, straight enough. Get a little bit bent to the left. There we yeah. go. That's, <laughs> when I, that's when I was like, I should have bought Armored Core Six. Yeah, I'm really see. I'm really really enjoying Baldur's Gate. Like I'm, I'm super stoked on it's it. It's a great game. Having a fantastic time. Yeah. I like the only reason I didn't play it the last day or two is because I'm watching the Netflix One Piece live action, which rocks, by the way. Yeah, that's. But what you're I about. also just want to blast through Baldur's Gate so I can play Armored Core. Yeah. Well, I heard Armored Core is only like a 20 hour game. So yeah, but I know I'm gonna. You get might get deep. your money's worth. I'm gonna get Baldur's Gate. deep into Armored Core. Too. Yeah, it looks so fucking cool. Yeah, as the Gundam fanboy that I am, I, exactly. I need to play like. It, yeah. There, have you seen – there's people who put like the um, – you know, it's like build codes or whatever. Like you can no. – they so that you can, you know, customize. Oh, like save your build and then yeah. like, oh, that's Upload really cool. it so <laughs> with the code so people can create the same build. Oh, wow. People are putting up Gundam builds like that look like Gundams from uh, the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy that game and that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not. No, that's fine. I like Max, so. I get it. And they don't it like It looks you very either. cool, though. I would give it that. But yeah, it I, looks great. Yeah. I'm probably going to try Starfield. I bought the mm. uh, Xbox Game Pass so I can pay 10 bucks a month and play as long as I want, and then I'll yeah. quit. It's a great deal. Yeah, I just got Sea of Stars, which has been pretty fun so far. I was talking about that earlier oh, yeah. with you guys. Uh, it's a very cool throwback RPG to, like, Chrono Trigger and uh, oh, Mario right. RPG. Right. Very cool. I've liked it so far. I'm Hell only yeah. two hours in, if that, like... Hmm. I think I just got through like the prologue, essentially. 
Yeah, mm. can't wait to that. play start that one. Yeah. I think uh, they're also remaking the Mario RPG. Oh they yeah, are. I'm so stoked. Yeah, God, it was my favorite RPG. So good. Besides Chrono Trigger, Chrono yeah, Trigger. Exactly. I really liked Malo as a character, and you don't really see him anywhere else in the Mario universe. But Malo as a character was my favorite. Those pants, I Gino. wanted him. Gino all day. Gino's what's up? Uh, yeah. Of course, Gino he would Cannon. be Gino. Fucking talking puppet boy. Love Hell it. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me in my veins. <laughs> I knew how to time every one of those abilities, except for one of Gino ability. And then, like, it was like I don't think you could time it. I don't think yeah. it had a, a timing action. It's like uh, I want to go back and play Legend of Dragoon now that I'm like yeah. older and I can like I can get the timing down better because yeah. I was yeah. terrible back then. Yeah, but that guy got to like disc three and then i just stopped playing it but that game was really fun that was one of the first games they tried to implement like a uh, voice uh, like a uh, voice acting in it because yeah. like <laughs> I, they were all so bad they were like Astral Trin, and it's like wait yeah. what the fuck you saying <laughs> what the fuck you saying but Inferno. she would say it every single Inferno <laughs> or whipping cane <laughs> yeah you don't yeah they had like a little subtitle so you kind of so got good. the context but that was one of the first games they tried to put like voice uh sound effects we went into back it, and so. replayed dragon legend dragon we didn't finish it we we played like a good right, 30 yeah. hours of it. Or nice. Something. That was a cool game. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we can hop into this now. Let's start with the three agents. The three of you arrive back at your hotel. Um, what time is it now? It's probably like 5.30, 5.30-ish. All right. Getting closer to 6. Um, you guys going to get something to eat, or what's your guys' plan now? Well, we have two possible things we can do. We can check out the receipt and food and stuff, or we can try to follow up on the wellness check from that bitch. I want to go over the uh, the information we get from the... Coroner's office. Oh, that's right. You're going to oh, show that. Oh, yeah. So, we yeah. need to show, yeah. We yeah. need to show training. The biologist. But, but also, I want to make make some rolls. If you can, I, I want to make my case, but it's like... Okay. But it's going to be something I'm sitting and like looking at the stuff. So, I don't oh. know if we want to do that now, or do you want to split up and do something else? I mean, if we're all in the room, then... Yeah, let's sure. All, let's all do it together. So, what, what roles do you want? So, you, so, so first is, off, let's... You're going to show agents... Uh, yes. Yes. Okay, so let's let's deal with that, and then we'll deal with whatever okay, bullshit you're going to try to convince me of. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think this is. I'm fucking with you. You'll like it, I think. Well, maybe, don't tell me I live my life. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'm so, just, I just want to take a look um, at these, and you tell me what I need to roll. But I'm, I mean, I yeah. got like some biology, botany, genetic, genetics. Perfect. Um, so you are staring at this image of a jar. There is a brain floating in that jar, mm. and there's chunks. Of that brain missing. Ooh. And there's a tiny little tadpole swimming in the water next to that brain. Oh, my God. And I need you to give me a sanity roll. Oh, sanity. Here we go. Can he do it? That's a, yes, that he is pretty can. freaky. Yeah, that's a two. Un- yeah, so that's a pass. You take one point of sanity damage. Ooh, 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 ooh. Just for seeing this. Just for seeing it. Yeah, that would freak me out. This little tadpole eating a brain. Yeah. Um, and I think there's multiple shots of it, like, swimming up, taking a chunk, and then kind of... Anyways... Uh, yeah, give me a biology roll as you kind of go over this. Let's hope I get some good one here. Got a score of 60. That's high. Score of 60. (laughs) God damn it. 74. 74. fail. Cool. So you're staring at this thing, and I I think they're pretty decent photos, so you get a pretty good, um, outline. 
Um, were you here when I described like what it looked like? No. Have you ever seen the movie The Faculty? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I, I'm sorry. That's my fault. I'll take responsibility <laughs> for that one. You should. I accept your apology, but it still is a it's a, a blight against you. Yeah, it's a mark. It's going to go in my book. No, I understand. <laughs> well, really, I blame his upbringing, but that's true. I've known him for yeah. most of his upbringing. Yeah, I say you guys have been dating longer than yeah. you guys are probably like my wife and I, where you guys have been together longer than you've been apart. Yes, uh, you yeah. cross that line. Yeah, twentieth yeah. anniversary is like week after next. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, yeah. It's a big one. Exactly. Like I think my wife and I have been dating since two thousand one. Yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. it's like twenty two nice. years. Wow. So, yeah. Start when you're young. Gross. That way you don't have to work at all. Oh uh, well, you, you find somebody who puts up with your bullshit, and then you just like, hey, this is going well. That's just life. they understand my weirdness and they're cool with it. So why would I want to exactly shake that up? <laughs> so efficiency. We just yeah, go with efficiency. Exactly. Oh, there's that love days. thing too. I guess that factor. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really? What it comes down to is just like, do you put up with my shit? Cool. No. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> Isn't that just love? Yeah. How much you're willing to put up with someone else's bullshit for sake of everything. Uh, How patient so, you are. Yeah. So we, yeah, you're staring at this thing. You have no idea. Um, it's probably about the size of a dental floss picker. Like, yeah, um, if you go to a store, I don't know. They're like that yeah. big, um, you know, three yeah. inches maybe. Yeah. yeah. If that, two inches, three inches. Tiny little thing, huh? Uh, it's got, definitely has like a, like a jaw. And rows of teeth around it, so it's not like a lamprey mouth, like a, maybe a, a leech would have. It's got a full-on like mouth and jaw. Jesus. Um, but yeah, that's mm. what you see in this photo. But you don't know what this thing is. Yeah. Uh, maybe you need to do a little bit more research to see if you can find something else like yeah, it. I think I'll, but, I'll eventually do some research, and I'll probably want to check back on it later on. So yeah. Yeah, after a couple but days, maybe. You definitely see it just swimming in from aldehyde, and it doesn't seem to be having an issue in that either. I don't know if that's something that you guys would want to take note of. But yeah, that, oh, yeah, I no. definitely would take note of that. That's a little, yeah. little interesting. Yeah. Probably inform him that it was eating the brain while yeah. I was in there. That works, too. That might be pertinent. Um, okay, so yeah, you're, that's what you're kind of caught up on what you missed there. Um other than that, the yeah, the heart and everything. The heart's particularly interesting, I think. Also, yeah, that's uh-huh. what I'm I'm concerned with. Okay, um, because he's Essex is trying to like keep this. He knows there's a ticking clock of some kind. Right. We were sent here to look at this, look into this church, and to find this woman connected to when this kind of wrung out bodies appeared last time. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to find like any connection he can think of between the two. And what he's, what I want to roll for, I, I'm, I think a cult works. And what I thought is, I want to know if any of these, because I, I rolled and identified the symbol. Yes. That was with the church that, that popped up. And it was a symbol I had seen associated with primitive cults to do with, you know, potentially, potential implications of like chaos and darkness. Mm-hmm. I want to know if any of these cults, maybe I've done some research into, if there's any practices of like ritual sacrifice or like anything related to like tearing out hearts, anything like that. Sure. I, okay. I guess specifically sacrifice because this seems like mm-hmm. something happened to this person's heart. Sure. But I have pretty high cult. 80. Listen to your heart. counting for you? <laughs> 69, baby. Oh, oh Okay. Um, um, and and what I'm specifically thinking is like, do any of what I associate this symbol potentially with human sacrifice? 
so you start digging into like I don't know if you brought books or if you're looking online or whatnot. I don't know how you're digging doing. through my brain. Maybe I've got some research. Sure. Yeah, you definitely know that some of these cults are tied to um, human sacrifice. Um, with your critical success, since we were playing that 69 is a critical critical success in this game world. Sweet. You are able to uncover a piece of information about uh, pertaining to one of these cults. Oh. That is tied to some sort of summoning practice. Like their, their sacrifice is tied to summoning? Yes, that there's essentially a method where um, a gateway is drawn and they call forth this entity and it essentially um, mates with an individual and that individual thus gives birth to a spawn of this creature. Good lord. And the only thing that you can make out because you got a critical is the term Uga Notch. Um, can you spell that for me? U-G-G-A dash N-A-A-C-H. And with your crit, you find this story of a tribe that um, kind of details this whole uh, system. In it's which... Like, like I've got notes from some explorer or something. Yeah, that essentially there's a gateway drawn... And that this entity is summoned into our world where it mates, copulates, fucks, whatever terminology <laughs> you want to use, with a individual. As Congress with? Uh, typically a, a female, uh, but, you know, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, wow. don't matter. You know. Love is love. Love is love. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it, so it, at which point a spawn of this entity is created, called a Uganach. Which the is, spawn is called that, or yeah, this entity or on they, offspring? I guess offspring spawn. That kind of, that seems to be an interchange term. Okay, uh, and that's U G G A dash N A A C H. And that's that's the name of the entity summoned, or it's, that's just what that's what like one of those just, things they just, just called, they just called it that. That's just the word. Okay. Uh, it's nice to hear another name besides the Arthotep. Good lord. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's his. That's Essex thought. With like, okay, what's this? There's something with this this heart thing going on. Sacrifice. So that this, it's, it's a small link, and I would detail this to them. Like this, the only thing this is ringing any bells is old sacrifice cults mm-hmm. potentially, but nothing, nothing concrete. But that symbol is still associated with them, so this could be a link to this church. I see. That's nasty. Uh, I don't know anything about this <laughs> worm thing, though. Yeah, that definitely I, something I don't know that happened in the last corpse that I saw with this. Uh, affliction? I don't know if that's the proper word. Um, didn't do an autopsy on that particular one. Mm-hmm. By the way, where did we find that bug? That bug that was in the jar, like, it was, was oh, it just with the body? It was in its brain. Yeah. Oh, my. The jar God. had the the victim's brain, and it was in formaldehyde with the, bo- the brain. So they, would, they could play you the, vi- the recording of the lady. Oh, yeah. Basically sawing into the brain, and then this thing, oh my like, God. as she cut the head open, the brain 
slipped out and this thing came with it. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. We know it was blonde hair. Yes. Gosh, I'm trying to like oh, remember gonna, my notes. I like, was gonna, yeah, there's something else I was going to ask Agnes. Is if you had a physical description of the two ladies we were keeping an eye out for. Marissa and Sharon, I believe. So you remember that Sharon looked like Tony Collette. Yes. She was in her mid-50s, 56 to be exact, and she had blonde hair. Yeah. This could be her. And then the other one, Marissa Crest, looked like B. B. Arthur. She had like uh, she was 65, and she had like salt and pepper style hair, pretty short haircut. Right. Yeah. So this, but I mean, they could have dyed the hair too. I mean, it's been a couple months. Yeah. So. I mean, would it be? But it, a corpse. This corpse had blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. The, it, when they said mid 50, they thought 50s. Yes. Hard to say. But we don't have a super positive way of getting identification unless we take that receipt to... Mm-hmm. We can find out who that employee is. Yeah. See if they like chicken wings. <laughs> chicken that... wings and JoJo's. Ch- chicken wings and JoJo's. <laughs> so you guys got that option. You also have the house. Um, so it's probably... We'll say it's probably closing about like... Six, seven. Six, six, seven. Uh, are you guys going to do this tonight? Or are you going to save it for the morning? What's your guys' plan? I think we should wait for the sheriff. Well, potentially. The wellness check might. The information we can get from the wellness, wellness check might have come and gone or about to go with the day end. Um, if there's more police activity outside the house, then that's indicative of something going wrong. But if it's like nothing is going on, then maybe they didn't find anything either. Well, I mean, and that might give us an answer. Also, in the good graces of like the. the- the, the sheriff right yeah, now. That, so like, we'll get the information. That's also information. Yeah, he could get that information for us. Yeah. So How anything, would we ask that for that information? Well, I mean, we just ask him. Um, but, like, the, the, only, the only thing we won't get is, is if he if they didn't notice anything and we, we noticed something specifically. Like, so that'd well, be the only Well, the, the other thing is, he actually is a police officer in this area, mm-hmm. and he's now investigating a potential murder. Murder. And so he could easily reach out to the police, mm-hmm. say, I'm looking into this where we don't have any i we don't know who it is are there any missing persons all yeah. right yeah, that's a good question so uh all right you guys gonna wrap it up for the night then uh get a team lunch in get a team dinner in maybe get i might get dinner with them but i'm i'm going to listen to that weird tape okay and then i do need to make some roll a roll to uh sleep to see if i sleep okay yeah Perfect. not listen to that tape. you tell us that you're gonna listen to it no Okay. Okay. As soon as we separate and I go back to my room. <laughs> Agnes ain't no fool. All right. Well, uh, let's start with that. With uh, Agnes and uh, Drano, please leave the room. Ah. All right. You start to listen to this and. You, yeah, you don't know what this language is. It is, uh, just this wild chanting going on. And it seems as you listen to the entire thing, uh, you kind of lose track of time for how long it's been going. Cause you're just like, it starts to like seep into your brain. And I need you to give me a sanity roll. <laughs> I had a feeling. Okay. Um, okay. One second. Okay. All right. Cut that out for time if you need to. Oh, it's all good. All right. Uh, all right. Sanity roll. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I actually went. Now through. we're safe. Yep, we know where we're at. Fix my sanity. 
Uh, that is a 15 under 59. Okay, you are going to take Ooh. two points of sanity damage as you listen to this, and you're just sitting there, like, listening to it and getting, like, entranced in it, and it feels like it's going on for, like, an hour, and, like, just this chanting, like, over itself and over itself, and you're starting to pick up words from it eventually, like, after you listen to it long enough. Maybe it's your Ooh. your brain is going a little uh, whatnot, but you definitely hear the terms... Uh, I'm trying to think of what would be a good mythos term to hear. Um, you hear Dagon. Oh, all right. Um, and like some other words mixed in with it. Um, and then you hear uh, the term uh, Oster. Just picking up random, just random words. Like, like things are starting to make sense. They're to starting you. to repeat. Yeah, but yeah. He's so uh, just. I imagine him. He's just like zoning. Yeah, out. exactly. And like. so uh, you eventually like snap out of it, and it's only been fifteen minutes. Oh, by the time the tape ends. Okay, but because you listen to this, oh, you boy. get uh, two points in unnatural. Oh, really? Okay, one second. Two points in unnatural. That's cool. They have it listed in the green box generator as Cthulhu Mythos, but I'm going to change it to unnatural because that would make the most sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. The okay. Cthulhu Mythos is the uh, yeah for for yeah. Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. So, um, and that's what you. All right. That's what you find. Cool. Um, unnatural. I think at some point he would. I mean, after he snaps out of it, he kind of like just just feels out of it. Take takes his headphones off, yeah. not listening, to, just just kind of not listening to anything and staring at the wall for a little bit. Oh, I think so too. Um, he's had a weird day. I can see that. Uh, so he's going to. I I think I um I texted you something about this, but just sort of a cinematic. What you might see is he's like. This is where he's like getting ready for bed, mm-hmm. and he's doing like listening to this. His uh, his right leg is a little, it's noticeably like smaller than his left leg. Mm-hmm. Not like short, but like thin. It almost looks a little, a little like withered or just atrophied. Yeah, the it's muscle kinda, no, doesn't have all the muscle tone that. Yeah, and it, and it's it, it would be impossible to say exactly what happened to him, but it's definitely like it's less vitality than his left right. And that's the side he uses the cane. Um, so he'd eventually go to sleep. But I have a sleep disorder. Yeah. Uh, he is... Let me see here. Uh, he has recurring nightmares. So I need to make a sanity roll. Okay. Um, so... What's Did I lose? Yes, I'm down to 57. 75 over 57. So, right. roll to sleep. So, according to the book, I wake repeatedly in terror, cannot rest or regain willpower points for 24 hours. Oh, man. Uh, and I will, um, well, we'll get to it when it turns out to Doesn't matter. Minus 20% over everything, unless yeah. he's got stimulants. Yeah, that's a. Uh, 
We'll, we'll decide in the morning if he's going to do that. But yeah, let's okay. see. Exhaustion, yes. Um, an exhausted agent loses 1d6 willpower and at the handler's discretion may suffer a 10 or 20% penalty to all skills, stat test, and sand test. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. I think 10 sounds reasonable, but I feel like he's already kind of accustomed to this, so... Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see what you take in the morning. So, okay, what is your what does his nightmares look like? What is what uh, is it going through his med that keeps waking him up? So, his nightmares, I think they're somewhat related to. He keeps seeing this this like weird the little, little tadpole thing. Okay, um, and it's it's kind of like you know when you dream you, you sometimes dream about parts of your day. Mm-hmm. He's walking into the, the corners. Morgue area again, only it's just him. And you know, in the dream logic, he's there investigating, and he sees the body on the slab, the head cut open, and the jar mm. there. And he just gets like he's zoned out on the, the the tape. He sees in his dream that little tadpole thing, and just kind of zones in and focuses on it. And then as it, he's just like sucked in, can't look away. He starts to feel like his whole body being pulled toward it. And instead, like the, how things change in a dream, he's not looking at the tadpole anymore. He's looking at a black orb floating in just a midpoint of space in the room. And then he just feels the life get pulled out of him. And then he like wakes up again. Nice. And then goes back to sleep. And then he has another dream where he's just wandering through like a normal day. And all of a sudden, the sun just becomes this black hole in the sky and feels the life getting sucked out of him. It <laughs> wakes up again. I love it. And it's just, it's the same repetition of it's just... It's always that orb, though. Yeah, like, he'll, he'll be driven anything else. And it's just something happens where he gets just fixated and something becomes this black orb floating in space. He feels himself drawn toward it, like physically, and then feels his life suck out of him, and then wakes up. Nice. So, at one point during the night, you wake up, and you shake off whatever you had. Maybe you get some water, and you fall back asleep. I don't know if you have, like, a rhythm that you follow for breathing or anything like that. I I think he would, Um, like, I mean, he's been having these nightmares for quite a long time. Right. So So he maybe has a ritual or just kind of... Calms himself down, sitting up, takes some deep breaths, gets a regular rhythm back, and then tries to lay back down Perfect. to sleep. We see you in a dream, wake up, and you are standing inside of a brightly lit church. There are pews. Up ahead of you, there is a large cross. There is a stage with a pulpit on top of it and there's a man sitting on the on the stage and at one point just kind of turns back and looks at you uh, and he looks like the gentleman that you received a photo of oh the um Marshall Branham yes and he looks at you um and kind of stands up and starts walking towards you and you realize now as you look around you're sitting in one of these pews Completely just the two of like you. Like, I started out <clears throat> standing, and now suddenly, like you're a dream, just, I'm, yeah, I'm, now I'm sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of... He starts walking towards you, but it doesn't seem like he's getting, like, any closer to you. He's just kind of standing there looking at you. Uh, he's just like... I thank you for coming here. It's... 
we're we're here. And it's like, well, we're, this is this is the world beyond ours at the time being. I meant more importantly, you coming here at this time to witness what is coming. What's uh, do I do I realize this is a dream or am I still kind of in like? Uh, give me an alertness roll. Uh, no. Okay, so... So I don't realize this is a dream. Yeah. Okay, so he's just, what... What do you mean, what, at this time? And he's just like, well, we have two days left. We... What happens in two days? I was like... And it looks to you, he's like, the dawn comes, and you will be here to witness it. And I hope what you will be what, able to join us in dawn? the new dawn. I just mm. kind of looks at you, he's like, I think you know what that means. I don't think we need Ooh. to play coy. <laughs> He's like, Essex, is it? Uh, I, uh, I don't know if he'd use your real name. I, I think in a dream he might. Okay, so what's so your character's real name? His real name is Nathaniel Waters. Yeah. So he'd be like, Mr. Waters, you are here for the sole purpose of your knowledge when it comes to these things. And I feel that you, you might be of help to us when we navigate what is to come. I'm not sure I know exactly what you mean, but you will in time. I think in uh in like the dream logic, because I don't mm-hmm. realize it's a dream. He's not thinking. He's not responding like I know I'm in Ocean Shores right. and I'm doing this. It's just he's thinking. He's got the knowledge of this church, but right. he's the situation is not matching up. <clears throat> right, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's like just... I I don't know how I can help. Uh... You'll know soon enough. Oh, okay. I just wanted to give you a formal welcome and say thank you for coming and I look forward to meeting you in person. You're, you're welcome, I suppose. Not, I, I don't know what I can do, but uh, you know, I'm excited to learn, I, I guess. Um, just believe in yourself like you always do and things will work out. And the guy smiles and like walks towards you. He's like, till we meet again, it was a pleasure to get uh, a face to the name. And then you wake up. Ooh. I need a sandy check. <laughs> I think you would notice like that. I didn't wake up like I normally do with yeah. these nightmares. <laughs> All right. Sand roll. I'm at 98 over 57. Okay, that's going to be... Uh, you're going to lose three points of sanity. Okay. Um, God, I can't project that. <laughs> you can if you want. No, I, I'm thinking... Uh, I can if I want, but like willpower-wise, exactly. I don't want to. Not until it's really necessary. Right. Um, so it was a 98 over 57. Lose, you said three? Three points. Three. Now I'm down to 54. And then you wake up, just kind of staring up at the thing. Um, just kind of muttered to himself. We could say it like weird. you look over and it's like, you know, seven in the morning. What not? He's just like, ah. At this point, if it's seven in the morning, he's like, "Not even worth trying." Anything. It's not even <laughs> worth trying to go back to right. sleep. You ever, have you ever had that happen? Like you just can't sleep. You oh, just yeah. keep waking up from yep. dreams. And when I get sick, oh. I I know I'm getting sick because I will have a dream where I do a repetitive thing over and over, 
So like when I worked in a warehouse, I would have a dream of just driving a forklift. And it was so boring that I'm like, I don't want to be I don't want to dream because I this is so boring. Yeah, when I when I get sick and like or when it's too hot out, I just start having those weird dreams yeah. that I just keep waking up from. Yeah. But I imagine he gets up at you know, he sees at seven and it's like, okay, it's not it's not worth it to try. He's gonna get up, take a shower, wash all the sweat off of him and go grab some coffee. Perfect. Uh, you want to grab Cody and send him down? Yes. Uh, do, you, do you want to do any more rolls before we go? Well, I'm not going to do any more research. Okay. I want to take a look at the exhaustion. Okay. Um, 47 again. Just handle that right now in the morning. Okay. Does he have anything that he's going to take to over to overdo it? To, like, push it off? This is something I'm going to decide like, when we're all back together. I just don't know if he's a smoker or anything like that. I haven't decided if he's a smoker. Cool. All right. Um, well, you got some time to think about that. Exactly. I'm going to look at things. So exhaustion, lose one D six willpower. Um, you want me to roll or you want to roll? Uh, I'll roll it. Okay. <laughs> six. I rolled two. Should have taken me. Should have. Fool. All right. Okay. Um, exhaustion. So you're down to 10 willpower now. Yep. Ooh. So I'm down to 10. Okay. Right. I probably will give him a, some kind of vice. Okay. But, uh, figure out what it is. Yeah. I'll Sit down, Cody. Yep. So what does Agent Drano do Like now that he's alone by himself? Does he... Call his family, say goodnight. Uh, we haven't really established that, have we? He's got a wife, I'm assuming, or a husband of some sort. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not quite sure what uh, where he's where he, what he's doing yeah, what, there. What he's doing? No, yeah, he's got a wife. He's got okay. two kids, son and daughter. Okay, so, yeah, standard. They're they're in their teens. Uh, what does he tell his wife when he goes out on missions? What is his cover? Uh, so he is actually just a marine biologist for the Department of Ecology. So okay. he just says that it's for that. Gotcha. Okay. So you, maybe you give her a call goodnight, any of that sort of stuff, or how, how does his what's his bedtime routine as he lays down here? Oh, absolutely, yeah. He's a family man. He just he, he calls them all. Okay. Um, you know, make sure he, he does the round, passes the the, uh, the wife passes the phone around to the kids. Gotcha. Ask what yeah, the days are. Yeah, just you know, just totally, just like, hey, yeah, no, nothing pretty uneventful for me. Okay. You know, just a uh, standard day. Um, <laughs> took some samples. And, uh, yeah, no, everything's great. And just, yeah, and reassures them, you know, like they have no reason to think there's any danger. You know? <laughs> I love it. Uh, so we see him go to bed. He lays down, falls asleep. Does he, like, have any dreams that he normally dreams about? Or is he just a pretty, like, he's out and he wakes up kind of sleeper? Yeah, he, he has some dreams, you know, pretty, pretty wacky stuff, mainly about fishies, you know. Okay. He really has this recurring dream where he's like a dolphin just flying through the water. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. At one point, your dolphin, maybe your dolphin dream is you're kind of <laughs> swimming through the water, kind of cresting these waves, kind of splashing around. And at one point, you crest out of the water and you are in a church. There's pews in front of you lining and there is a large cross in front of you there's a pulpit on the stage and there's a man leaning kind of sitting on the edge and he turns back and looks at you with a warm smile uh, and you realize that he looks like the gentleman that you were given a photo of mm -hmm. uh, whose name was Marshall, Marshall Branham and he turns towards you uh, what's your character's real name 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I guess, I guess I, I did give my real name earlier, which is not what I'm supposed to do. But um, oh, it's fine. Yeah, Georgie. It's Georgie Saunders. is okay. my full name. Uh, yeah. And so he kind of looks towards you with this warm smile. It's like, Mr. Saunders, it's a pleasure to finally meet you. I thank you for coming. Um, the healthy, as I'm sure you are aware now, the dawn is coming rather soon, and we hope that you will be joining us in what comes afterwards. I think your skills would be very crucial to what we have planned, and I just wanted to say I thank you for coming and making the trip out here on short notice. What does Georgie say to that? I just go, uh, yes, yes, uh, do you have what do you do you have any more information about uh, I would love to be you know I'd love to help I just don't know what I'm getting into here um, uh, I know that uh, I know that we have a mission you have a mission here but it's like well you do have a mission here and hopefully in due time it will be all revealed but know that you hold a vital key to what we need done and for everything to work accordingly once the new dawn comes we hope that you'll be a key factor in that. And he's smiling at you. He's like walking towards you as all the very calm voice and everything uh, looking at you. And it's just like, uh, you have, you have anything else to say? George is just pan- internally okay. like freaking out. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Like, uh, like trying to keep a steady face, but he's like, what okay. the fuck? And he's just kind of like, as he's going to walking towards you and like, he sits in the, maybe sits in the pew, like in front of you and turns and looks at you. And he's just like, just knowing in two days time, you will, you will be part of what will become well, history. Know that that is very uh, exciting and that this is a moment that you've lived up in your entire career. You will... And he just kind of smiles and like chuckles. He's like, know that your skills will be put to good use. I promise you that. And he like pat you on like yeah. pat you on your hand or whatever like you're down and then you wake up and is yeah oh my gaffa give me a sanity roll holy shit no <laughs> please help wow it's a, yeah just a, a one yeah a, uh, one just a zero zero and then a one perfect you critically pass so you don't take any sanity damage Ooh. how do you think Georgia is internalizing this okay yeah like, he's he's definitely like okay uh. He, he kind of just like yeah his 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 stable me- like family oriented mental state is just that he he's able to just sort of write this off like like he has like he still feels in control uh through his normal standard just like i don't know yeah um uh, maybe just okay. overconfidence of uh yeah maybe a little bit of skepticism and doubt sure. but like but yeah no he i think he just kind of writes it off like uh that was weird okay uh, and you look over at the clock and it's like seven, seven thirty. Um, and you're ready for the next day. You want to sit down, Misha, please? Yes. Agnes, what is going? So you lay down, or you're in your room, kind of. What's going through Agnes's head as all this is going down? As she's getting ready for bed, um, or is she going? Is she going to go do something else, or is she going to bed? Uh, I mean, this isn't. This is probably a question I completely forgot. Uh, what happened to the journal? Uh, we didn't really decide. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure where that would. Um, land. last thing I had you had it right. So either she still has it, or did you give it to West to? hide or whatnot what did you think you did there 
I mean, Agnes has all the information she was going to get out of it, right. out of it, because she had it for those two years. Maybe she burned it and just safekeeping or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm going to say she doesn't have it with okay. her because it's already in her head. She doesn't. Gotcha. She doesn't need yeah. it. Uh, she would probably. Let's see, and and then Essex probably has all like the autopsy reports, photographs. Could and, be, yeah. Uh, but she was like in there, so there's something that really she could discern from that as well. Uh, yeah, she would probably one say, "Congrats to Delta Grain for splurging on four hotel rooms instead of just two. Well, there's three. Oh, there's three. Yeah, one uh, for each of you. But oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. One's not an agent. Forgot about that. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. She would probably. And she would she would get some rest, but she'd also be like, this is definitely a lot different of a case than what she's used to, is like with Narothotep and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And would Essex divulge that information? What part? The uh, a a good notch. Uh, I would assume he would have told you guys that. Okay. So I'm going to assume, but I didn't ask him that. All right. So, so she just did like some quick Google searches. So with that, like, you're not able to find anything on uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say she'd probably just be kind of. Um, is there a way to take the police scanner into a room? No, because it was in his car. It was in his car. I think we had set up his. I mean, I don't know how we had set up for his car, but I thought I figured it was something like plugged into his car. No, that makes sense. But with like an antenna and stuff. Sure, I mean we could. I mean let's you know what? let's leave it up to the roll. Fifty percent chance. Here sure, we sure. go. No, no. Yeah, that's what I figured. So I rolled seventy-two. Fair. So that's fair. The dice have spoken. Yeah, uh, I might just be super boring. I don't really see her doing anything other oh, than than just trying to like get as much information as she can. But if not, then part of me I want to try to humanize the characters more and like spend more of their downtime. Yeah. Give that kind of thing like treat them as people like what do they do with this kind of stuff so yeah uh, it's not boring it's just what she does okay so she goes to bed she probably just goes to bed okay so we see agnes falling asleep close in her eyes and at some point during the night you (gasps) open your eyes and you are inside of a church the white walls the large cross in front of you you're in a sitting in like a pews line now like there's two sets of pews on either side there is a pulpit and a stage up front and there is a man sitting on the pulpit and he kind of smiles and turns and looks at you and you realize that it is the man from the photograph that you got that you are the leader of the church leader of the church his name is marshall branham and he turns and looks at you and smiles and kind of stands up and he's just like uh, what is what is Agnes's real name? Alistair. Alistair. Uh, that's her last name? No, oh, Al- Alistair's her first name. Okay. Uh, and he kind of looks at you and he just smiles. He's like, oh, you sure grown up there, Allie, haven't you? It's like your father he told me a lot about you. It's good to finally see you in the flesh. How are you doing today, Lamb? Oh my God, this is so creepy. Uh, so like, does does Agnes think she's like dreaming? Ah, uh, give me uh, give me alertness roll. This seems like like a hazy dream thing going on, but yeah, it's so weird. Uh, alertness. Okay, let's see. So five, and that is an eight eighty five over sixty one. Uh, yeah, you must be dreaming. Must be dreaming. Uh, yeah, Agnes just kind of looks around, and she's convinced Nobody that she's dreaming. Nobody else is there. Just Nobody. you and this person. 
she's, she just kind of like stumbles and she's like, how, how do you know that name? It's like, I suppose your father never told you he had a brother, did he? <laughs> so I'm, I'm your uncle. Aw. Uh, Agnes, is that what you're calling yourself these days? I, and she's just kind of like still like hazy. Like mm. she's kind of like not sure what's happening and trying to get her wits about her. And, and she just kind of looks up and she's just like, uh, uh, uh uncle, uh, what am I doing here? It's like, well, you answered the call and I appreciate you coming. Um, it is, the dawn is approaching, a new dawn, and I wanted to offer you a seat for what is to come since you are blood, and as far as I know, the last of my blood, and so I felt in whatever's about to happen that you would want to be there with us, and perhaps... Finish old business, I believe, with, um, I believe your name is Marissa. Oh, yeah, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Marissa, Marissa here? Is she part of the, the church? She is. She's here with us. So was the other one, uh, Sharon. She was with us too, but she's no longer with us, unfortunately. Mm. She decided not to follow in the ways that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Okay. But don't, don't, don't worry yourself with that. I just need you to know that I'm happy that you're here, and I look forward to us meeting in real time. Meeting us flesh to flesh, I would say. Flesh to flesh. Uh, she, she kind of asked the pertinent question, I guess, is like, where is my father? It's like, your father's dead, unfortunately. Oh, Papa died. Uh, he was a, he was a good man, and he, Helped us out very much along the way where he could. But maybe, maybe in the new dawn you will be able to reunite with him. Uh, does this have anything to do with Nyarthotep? Uh, he just kind of looks at you. He's like, that's definitely a name. Um, (laughs) it is a name. (laughs) He kind of looks, he's like, in a way, yes, he's, he has something to play a part to play in this. Oh, uh, what what is the new dawn? What is coming? The the, the countdown. What does that mean? Uh, he just kind of looks. He's like, you have two days until you find out, and we'll find out together. Uh, until then, just know that I love you, and I'm happy to see you. <laughs> and then you wake up. Ah ah! And give me a sanity roll. Oh, that makes sense. Is this the one, guys? is not the one I got 14 under 58. All right, you lose one point of sanity. Oh, but close. We're so, close. We're getting there. How does she rationalize what she saw? Uh, she's definitely going to go straight to the bathroom and start washing her face um, okay. just to try to wake up. And then immediately she'll like look at herself in the mirror and then rush over back into the hotel room and start writing things down as fast as possible. Okay. Because if it was a dream, she doesn't want to forget. <laughs> you see there is a message on your phone from a number that says, call me. And you would realize that it's Director West's number. Oh. Do you call her in the morning? What do you do? Yeah, I'm definitely going to call her. We're on the same side. Okay. We're sisters from another myth. <laughs> you call Agent West. 
Um, and there's a little bit of a pause. And then you hear just like, This is West. Is that, uh, is that you, Agnes? Uh, yes, ma'am. I got your message. Um, awesome. Hey, um, you guys need to be careful out there. Oh. I went through at least our team, and I can't find any records of this mission being sanctioned by us. Ooh. So either this is the other side, or this is someone luring you guys in there. I don't know which yet. Okay. I'll keep trying to figure it out. But be careful. Um, thank you, ma'am. Um, uh, and, and from what I remember us talking about, uh, West and Agnes have a rapport already. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I think we talked about she might be, like, watching your cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then West is, is, I'm sorry, I forgot. Is like, it's been a while since we recorded. West is the one that gave you the mission. She brought you the info. Yeah. Is she still with Delta Green? But she's not. No, no. Uh, we don't know. Oh. We don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, Agnes would probably just like. It's like, sorry, I thought, I thought I might have edited it better, but something wasn't sitting right, so I started digging a little bit deeper, and yeah, just be careful out there. Oh, uh, thank you for the the warning, ma'am. Um, do do you have any more information about us that you can get from the 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 Branham, the Marshal Branham, or any more information that? We can get from him, or I'll no background some, checks. I'll do some digging. I I really wasn't planning on doing anything as part of this, but uh, yeah, let me see what I can find. I'll I'll do some digging on him, and I'll let you know. Um, if you have a number for a handler or anything, I suggest you don't talk to them. Mm. Is this a secure line? Can I call this one back? She's like, this is this is a good line for us. Don't mm. use whatever phone they gave you just to be safe. Oh, so the burner phones that they gave us. Okay. Will do. Uh, should I tell the others this information or? That's up to you. I'll leave that up to you. Yay. Okay. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, like, you know, you're looking over. It's like 7.30 in the morning now. Oh, yeah. I didn't even ask what time it so, was. Um, we always wake her up. I'm so fast. She was already up this time. Oh, okay. Not a bit. Because she's on your guys', she's on your guys uh, time zone now, so. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least right. it seems so. And I think we'll leave it there for uh, for the episode. Oh, shit! We didn't talk about bands I haven't heard of. Uh, Don't talk to them. Okay, <laughs> let's go with. Uh, have you ever heard of cactus blossoms? Oh. No. What about hash brown sandworm? Oh, that's, that's, that's a good not one. Bad, not bad. Well, yeah. not, that wasn't bad, actually. Yeah. That was good. Uh, do you like like Americana, like uh, like folksy stuff? Sure. Uh, check out check out cactus blossoms. They are a two piece band that do like old like um, like Roy Orbison kind of music, okay. like older style. Like I, I I would call it Americana, like folk Americana, borderline country stuff. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really, really good. Like, yeah, I'm awesome going to write it down. I'm going to so. write it down. I brought also, it up. I'll write it down. want to shout out um, the new Zenith Passage album is super good. So listen to that. All right. Now now we'll get into the campaign, but I learned right. something today. No. Oh, we're getting one more. Hold on. Oh. You should check out Skeletal Bifurication. 
It is like uh, they. It's like death metal. But at one point, they have like a fax sound happen, and then they do a riff over the fax machine sound, and oh, it's yeah. just incredibly <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not joking. It's awesome. It's really good. Cody and I were watching this YouTube video, and there's like this DJ that learned how to make uh, sounds from barcodes. So he would scan them and it would make a certain beat. So oh, that's was, cool. It was really, it was really cool. I don't know how we can find it again, but I can find, try to find it. Yeah, that was really absolutely. Neat. That sounds dope. Yeah. Uh, also, the dudes who do um, Thermaturge, I think it is. They do Zelda themed dungeon synth. They just released a new album. Woo! That's really good. I haven't bought the tape yet. They, they haven't released the tape yet. I was hoping to buy, but uh, all for Zelda. They're really good. Nice. So um, okay. There's your music talk, Misha. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't want you to feel left out so you can learn about bands. Sweet. <laughs> Very so, inclusive here. We are. We listen like all types of stuff. 